This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. This is Gene Hilton from Spirit of Prophecy Ministries, inviting you to join me each week on Saturday at 12 noon for our program, Raising the Standard. I will be raising the standard of biblical interpretation regarding Rosh Hashanah and the Messianic Kingdom to come with a Jewish Messianic perspective. Tune in and allow the spirit of prophecy to touch and change your life. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21, all professional, for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarbis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8:32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. This week, Pastor Jason will be speaking on the love of the Father. So grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. How many of you know there's nothing more powerful than getting a dead man up out of the grave? There ain't nothing more powerful than that. That's more powerful than a nuclear bomb. That's more powerful than any known energy that we have. It's more powerful than all the armies on the earth, all the militaries, all the kingdoms, all the empires, all the nations. When God came and broke the power of death, and raised Jesus from the dead, that was pretty powerful in itself, but he not only broke the power of death, he broke the power of sin. Somebody said, that's powerful. Hallelujah. He broke the power of the enemy over your life. And if God can raise something from the dead, if he can call back dead things to life, how many know he can make your car payment next week? He can get you the job that you need. He can have a breakthrough take place in your life where you didn't even know you needed a breakthrough because you hadn't gotten to the problem yet. Come on, he saw trouble coming for you before you ever got in trouble, and he made a way for you. Hallelujah. Amen. He can get your kids off drugs. He can, come on. Hallelujah. If he can raise his son from the dead, there is nothing that is impossible for God in your life. But we live our life all the time thinking, well, it's just God touches everybody else, but he don't touch me. How many understand this morning that the reason why you ain't getting touched ain't because God hasn't done it for you. The reason why you're not getting touched is because you're not walking in the spirit of wisdom and revelation. You're not walking by the spirit. 
Because that's where the victory comes, when we walk by the Spirit. When we understand the revealed truth and the revelation comes, then we, have to be able, then we are able to walk in the power that God has set before us, and the gospel of Jesus Christ becomes real in our life. We're not defeated, we're victorious. We're not overcome, we're overcomers. Anybody ever felt overcome before? Come on, somebody, then walk in the Spirit. Huh? There was a Bible school teacher. He used to take his students down to the cemetery, and he'd say, this is, I'm going to teach you how to preach. Because it was a class for preachers. He'd take them down to the cemetery, and he said, okay, start preaching to the tombs. And they'd get their hankies out and just start preaching. I mean, they wasn't getting a lot of amens down in the cemetery. He'd have them preach to the tombstone all day until they just couldn't hardly stand to preach anymore. And, and, and they would get frustrated. And they would, say, they would say, why you got us down here preaching to all these graves? And this is pointless. It doesn't make any sense. Listen, that's the way it is for a lot of us preachers on Sunday morning. I've preached to some crowds sometimes, man. I wonder if they was alive or dead. Listen, the Spirit of God has to quicken your heart for you to be able to hear it. And you've got to be able to tune in to the truth to be able to get your heart quickened. Otherwise, people are going to come to church and they're going to leave just as dead as they were when they got here. No life. No revelation. But how many know when the revealed truth comes into the house? How many know when the revealed truth comes into the house? Listen, how many, how many times have you ever read the Bible and you read something that didn't make no sense to you when you read it? And you just read it, and you read it, and you read it, and you read it, and then one Sunday you went to church, and the pastor taught on something, you got a revelation, you read that scripture again, and you're like, oh my God, how did I miss that? That's what that means. I, I didn't know what that meant, but now I know what that means. That's the spirit of revelation in your life. And you find that promise, and you find that guarantee, you find that principle. You find something that you didn't know that you could ever have, and all of a sudden you know you can get it. And you also know that God's been with you all along the way. It ain't been you all by yourself. Come on, that's a good revelation, Amen. I mean, if God be for me, who can be against me? That's a good revelation. Oh, there's a lot of good revelations in the Bible this morning. Amen? You know what? Say, well, what does that mean to me? That means, well, if you've got a jerk for a boss, then you can still have a happy day. Mm. Ah. That means when you get the, oh, here you go. When you get the letter from the IRS, you ain't got to go cry. That's what the spirit of revelation does in the heart of a man or a woman who will love God. Hallelujah. Hmm? How many of you really won't reveal truth in your life this morning? And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. Is there anybody in the house that wants revealed truth? Now listen to me. Anything that you get a revelation about, that's the area of your life that you have mastery over. Whatever you get the revelation on, that's what you master. Amen? 
How many know if you work in a trade or you have a chosen job and if you're a carpenter and you've learned everything there is to know about carpentry and, and you know everything about your trade and you've been doing it for a while, what do we say about you? You are a master carpenter. Isn't that right? You've mastered it. Come on, somebody. Hey, help me this morning. Amen. It's the same way when you ride a motorcycle. If you get on a motorcycle, the first time you get on it, it's a little bit scary. You go slow around the corners. But after you ride a motorcycle for a long period of time, what do you do? You master it. Come on. We learn how to do it. Amen. You learn how to master it. Because anything that you get a revelation on, on how it works, talk to me. Hmm? When you get the revealed truth on how it works, then you have the ability to step into that thing and learn how to master it. Come on, I got one amen on that. Come on. The Bible says that the children of Israel knew God's acts, but Moses knew his ways. They knew his acts, but Moses knew his ways. You say, well, what does that mean to me? That means when the children of Israel walked out into the wilderness and there was no food and there was no water, they started to panic. They started to get fearful. They started to complain and murmur, and some of them wanted to go back to Egypt. They stayed up all night having anxiety attacks. How I many you know what I'm talking about? Anybody ever stayed up all night having anxiety attacks? Well, how many know that Moses wasn't having an anxiety attack? He didn't get anxious about anything. He just said, I know God's ways. See, y'all know God's acts, but I know God's ways. I know him because I got a revelation of how God operates. I've seen him operate. I've been around him. So all I got to do is hear something from God and go strike a rock and we'll get some water. Why? Because I know God's ways. Come on, somebody. Amen. Because how many of you know when you understand how God works and get the revealed truth of how God works, then all of a sudden you can begin to do things in your life and get mastery over those things in your life that you never thought you could master before and begin to walk in new levels of maturity, higher dimensions of living, new places of overcoming. Amen? Listen, if you're going to walk in the spirit of wisdom and revelation, number one, really simple, you must become childlike. You must become, if you're going to walk in the Spirit, you must become childlike. Uh, come on, I'm going to say it again. Somebody got to help me. You must become childlike. Amen? Amen. Hmm? Look at Matthew chapter 11, verse 25. Here's what Jesus said. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and the prudent and have revealed them to babes. Now, how many of you know he's talking about the mysteries of God right here? He's talking about understanding the parables, understanding the, the things that he's been teaching. And he's saying, Father, you've hidden them from the people that think that they know everything. You've hidden it from all the know-it-alls. You've hidden it from all the people that think they've got you figured out. And you have revealed it to babes. Another place in Scripture, Jesus said this, Unless you become like little children, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Boy, think about that. Unless you become like little children, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, how many of you know, watch this, Jesus was not saying, I want you to become childish to get a revelation. Huh? He said, I want you to become childlike. There's a big difference between being childish. We got a lot of childish people in the ministry, come on. And being childlike. There's a lot of people that act childish which means that when they act childish, they throw temper tantrums when they don't get their way. Uh, they don't want to talk to you no more. They don't want to be civil to you no more. They see you coming down the hallway, and they turn their head and go the other way. Can't, let me just clue you in on something. That's not maturity. I don't care if they've been in the church 45 years and they know every song ever written. 
that's immaturity. People like that believe it's everybody else's fault for everything wrong in their life. But childlikeness means this. And, and this is, I know this because my daughter's three years old. And how many of you know if Jesse wants to get in a swimming pool, then guess what? I got to help her. Hmm? And, and she's potty trained now, but how many of you know she ain't learned how to use the toilet paper yet? Come on now. How many know what I'm talking about? Three years old. Daddy, come and wipe my honey all through the house. Y'all laughing, but y'all know. It's true. Thank you, Jesus. Why? Because Kim and I have to help her. She can't help her. So if she's going to go to potty, we got to help her go potty. She's not mature enough to do it. Amen? And that means that she has to be dependent on Kim, or she has to be dependent on me. And that's what Jesus is talking about here. He's looking for people that are dependent on him. Come on, somebody, help me. Amen? Now, Jesse thinks that she can do everything and she can rule the world. She does. She does. She's three years old. She knows everything. But how I many of that's just not a reality for her? Amen? She's dependent. Amen? So Jesus was saying, I give you the spirit of revelation, not to those people who believe they don't need anything, but I give the spirit of wisdom and revelation to people that, need, that understand that they need me. They understand they need to be dependent on me. He's not giving it to people that think they got it all figured out. I mean, there's a lot of folks that go to church all over the world today that think they got it all figured out. He said, I want you to become childlike. If you become like a babe, if you do it in simplicity and humility, and you have a desire to learn the truths of God's Word, that means if you can sit in church and receive what's coming across the pulpit without sitting there and this going through your head going, I know that. I know that. What's he? He don't know what he's talking about right there. I mean, that's not childlike. Because a childlike spirit would say, God planted me in the house, and there's obviously something coming across the pulpit that's for me today, or I wouldn't be here. How many know that God is looking for in our lives is for us to become simple again? Just to be simple. Not to be so complicated. It takes a bunch of theologians to make the Bible complicated. It takes church people to make the scripture really complicated to where people can't even hardly comprehend it. God wants us just to be simple. He loves us. He wants us to know that he loves us. Here's a theology that I love to teach on. This is one of my favorite theologies, and, and it's a doctrine that most churches can handle. It's really easy doctrine. It goes like this. God, good. Devil, bad. How's that? Pretty simple, isn't it? Huh? That usually works almost every day in my life. Come on, somebody. Amen. Can we just have a little bit of a, of a Bible class in here this morning? Can we do this? Everybody say this together. God, good. Devil, bad. Well, you just got it. You just got a master's in theology. If you can, mm, that'll deal with about 99% of what you got to walk through every day. Come on, let it sink in. I'll try it again. I know this is a tough lesson. God, good. Devil, bad. That means that if something is coming into your life that is trying to wipe you out, manipulate you, control you, work you over, hurt you, or is not good for you, then how many of you know that that is not God? Huh? Come on, help me, amen? Come on, God didn't take your grandmother at 50 years old because he needed more angels in heaven. That is not God. God don't do that. 
Come on, somebody. Amen. That's the devil. God is good. Devil is bad. I got to watch myself at funerals because when people, I go to a funeral and somebody says, well, God took them home. I got to, I want to smack them. I do. God ain't took nobody home. God, out of his grace and his love, opened up the doors of heaven and received them into heaven even when they got taken out early. God ain't killing people today. No, you ain't heard me. The devil seeks to kill, steal, and destroy. That is not in God's repertoire. Huh? He's come to bless, to give abundant life, to help you overcome, to live victorious. He come to heal you. I can't stand it when people attribute evil to God. Listen, God, good. Devil, bad. I know that's messing with some of you, isn't it? <laughs> How many know when you got that job that you didn't deserve, that was God? How many know when you walked into a place of healing when the doctor said you were going to die, that won't the devil, that was God? <laughs> Y'all getting it now, right? God is good, devil bad. All the time. It's absolute. Hallelujah. Hmm? So how many of you understand this morning, I want to tune into the things of God because God's got a good plan for my life. It's a good plan. It's a great plan. God has a way where there seems to be no way. But i got to learn a few things about how to bring simplicity back into my life. I, got, I can't complicate it. Come on, somebody. Amen? Hmm? Because watch this. God likes to take the things of the kingdom, and he doesn't hide it from us. He hides it for us. I've used this analogy before, but this is a great analogy. We just had Easter, amen? Proverbs 25, verse 2 says, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, and is the glory of kings to search the matter out. How about that? It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, and is the glory of kings to search a matter out. Think about that. How many believe that you're a king and a priest unto God? Come on, if you're a born-again believer, then how many of you know you're a king? And a priest unto God. Revelations chapter 1 verse 6 says, He has made us kings and priests unto God. Say, hello, king. Look at somebody next to you. Hello, king. And look back at him and say, hello, priest. <laughs> Boy, we could just live in a different revelation if we just catch that, wouldn't we? Some of us walk around just going, I'm just, I, nobody, nobody loves me. I'm good for nothing. I just failed. I failed God. Now you're a king and a priest. I think that helped you. Hallelujah. That means you got a kingly nature and a priestly nature living on the inside of you. And when you have a kingly nature, the Bible says that it is the glory of a king to search things out. You got to find the things, you got to search them out. You got to look for the hidden treasures and the mysteries of God. Come on, somebody. Amen. How many know a couple weeks ago on, on, on Easter Sunday, we had a big Easter egg hunt right outside of the church out there in, in the field? We had little things all tied up and roped off, and we had different age groups out there, and we put Easter eggs out there. Y'all remember that? Hmm? And, and, and how many know we didn't hide the eggs from the children? We hid the eggs for the children. Huh? I'm going to try that again. We didn't hide the eggs from the children. We hid the eggs for the children. Hmm? You said, no, 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 Pastor. We hid them from the kids. Yeah, but we didn't hide them hoping they would never find them. We hid them hoping they were going to find them. Come on, amen. We didn't go out and spend $200 on plastic eggs just to leave them out there in the field and no kids find them. Come on, amen. We didn't spend $200 on a bunch of chocolate candy for it to sit in a barrel and melt. 
And we had an intention for the, <laughs> am I helping anybody? Come on, amen. And the younger the kids were, the more visible we made the eggs. We didn't even really hide them. We just threw them in the field. Huh? Back there on the little playground, little Seth, my little nephew Seth, he's out there running in the field just picking them up. Just grabbing eggs off the ground. It was like he was finding hidden treasure. Come on, how many know what I'm talking about this morning? Amen? Hmm? So the younger they were, the more visible we made it, so they would know where to find it. Why? Because you got all kinds of thrills just watching the kids find the eggs. Jesse found one with a blue star on it. She's out there running. We had blue stars that were worth big prizes if they found an egg with a star on it. She's running through the field. I walked out there after the Easter egg hunt. She was on the swing. I said, you found an egg with a blue star on it? I found it. I found it. I found it. I found it. Look what I got. She had some little baby doll that came with the star. How many know she was excited to have that baby doll? How many know as her daddy, I was pretty excited for her too? I was glad she found, <laughs> she found the one with the blue star. Amen? Huh? I mean, I didn't look at her and go, well, any dumb kid could find an egg laying in the grass, Jesse. I mean, I didn't say that to my daughter, amen? They're just laying out there in the field. You ain't got to have a half a brain to find the egg, kid. <laughs> That's not what I did. I said, you found it, you found it, you found it. Daddy's so happy for you. Come on, Amen. Why? Because it's the glory of God to conceal it, but it's the glory of kings to find it. Their pleasure is in finding it, and our pleasure was in hiding it for them. Come on, we had a good time, didn't we? Amen? Guess what? Your father has got hidden secrets for you. He's got nuggets. He's got some Easter eggs for you with blue stars on them. And it's his glory to hide it, but it's also your glory to find it. Come on, there's treasures for you. And he hides them in places where you can find them. You just got to be walking in the Spirit. You just got to be seeking God. Amen? Huh? Sometimes he hides them in a problem. Sometimes he hides them in other places, but sometimes he hides them in a problem. Isaiah 45 says that secrets come out of darkness and treasures out of hidden places. So all of a sudden you walk into the middle of a trial in your life or your life takes a turn that you weren't ready for and you find yourself in a place on the journey that you weren't expecting and God's saying, no, 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 just keep walking in faith. Listen to my spirit because along this path on your journey, I got some hidden treasures for you. I got some nuggets of truth. I've got some new revelation that's going to carry you to the next stage in your life, the next dimension, the next promise. I wish somebody would help me this morning. God's got hidden treasures for you. Come on, when you're a king, you don't throw in the towel and start crying when it ends. Well, what are we going to do now? Well, I don't know. Why, 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 how, why are we going to go? My car broke down. What am I going to do? I ain't got no car. No, you're a king. <laughs> Come on now. Listen, if I'm a king, I go, there's a secret for me somewhere. There's a treasure for me somewhere. I just got to keep seeking God. I just got to keep looking. I just got to keep serving. I just got to keep believing that God is going to show up in my life and I'm going to have a breakthrough around the next corner. That's how my life works when I walk by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We 
hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Are you ready for a super spectacular summer? G4 Summer Camp is now enrolling in our St. Lucie campus for 10 weeks of extreme fun. Little Explorers, 2 to 5 years old. Adventures Camp, 1st through 4th grade. Extreme Camp, 5th through 8th grade. Featuring indoor game room, creative arts, outdoor sport, field trips, water park, arts and crafts, fantastic parties, karate, music lessons, academic help, a different theme every week. June 9th through August 16th. To register, you can reach us at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Or you can catch us on the web at igniteyourworld.com. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.